Hey, Christopher. Dustin Bones. Up in the house, man. And I'm going to tell you something. I ain't going to sound just great in this episode. Because one, I'm still doing this off my phone because I'm still getting moved. Two, I'm sick. Uh, I got a little touch of the cold. It ain't the Rona. You can still have fucking colds, people. Yeah, well, it is the season for that shit now. So, I mean. Yeah. But I'll tell you something else. It's even sicker than I am. And that's the sweet-ass deal going on on our Patreon over at GungeonRadio.com. Because if you've ever been curious as to what it's like to watch the show instead of listen to it or check out any of our original content that we post exclusively over there, now is the time to find out because throughout the month of December, we are giving you an entire month free. So go sign up. You ain't got no excuse. Go sign up. Send us the message. Let us know. We will refund your money. We already refunded everybody's money that uh for the month that uh that is a current subscriber. So we got y'all took care of. So if y'all watching this video now, well, on the day that this posts on Patreon, y'all know what I mean. Y'all done got y'all money. Yeah, you got your fucking money. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Take your money and fuck off. But still enjoy our content, please. Not one person said anything to me about being a day late on that either. So Wow. Good people Thank we got you. over there, man. Respect. That's right. And so we hope you join our family, support our show so that we can keep making content for you. And hopefully, there won't be too many of these cell phone episodes on my damn part. Maybe eventually I'll get moved into a damn apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We still got a few weeks for that, so we'll see. <laughs> the yeah. clock is a ticking, as they say. It certainly is. But uh, we got a great show for you today, because if you think I sound bad, wait till we get to the song of the day. It's one of our most anticipated. I mean, it is one we've talked about heavily over the last, I think, two and a half years of this show, so. Oh, yeah. And we just know that you're all uh, are super stoked to hear our official review of the song. We've got it out of the wheel. We're going to put it past us. And uh, it's going to be a great show. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's get right into it. Dustin Bones, hit that intro. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, Give it up for your host, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. Alrighty, ladies and gents, this is episode number 136 of the Guns and Radio podcast. And uh, this week's song is a, uh, a very polarizing one, I'd say. This is like... You know what they would call like the John Cena, of, <laughs> I guess, of rock and roll covers. Wait, wait a second, you're gonna refer to this song that we're about to listen to as the John Cena of Guns N' Roses song? I mean, it's it's gotten some uh, some. I don't. I mean, a lot. It's probably more hate than love, but it is it polarizing. I mean, listen, WWE loves to use the word polarizing in the wrong context. So we might as well do the same thing. <laughs> I think this would probably be more like Sean Stasiak. Of Guns 
<laughs> what you're not you're not about Planet Stasiac, bro? Get the fuck out of here, man. Come on. Okay, Come on. If, if we're going along those lines, and this would be like the the alliance invasion of Junior covers. I can't hurt hate on uh Sean Stasiak too much because I do believe that wins and losses matter in wrestling and he does have a perfect record. Nice. <laughs> so I uh, got a notification. Apparently, our Discord has some action going in it, so we want to thank you guys for. Uh, oh, yeah, Fra- Franz is going to town on the Discord right now as we're recording this. <laughs> I'm getting notifications on my fucking watch. I'm like, oh, I forgot to put this in. Do not disturb. <laughs> I did Shit. too. So, so it's gonna be here, ding ding. Oh fucking. <laughs> yeah, hopefully my phone don't get to vibrating or something because. Uh, I see now. I'm now. I'm curious now. I want to see what Franz is posting. So I won't get to find out till after the show because I don't get to play on my phone during the show. But if you want to find out, then check out the description. Hopefully, it's in this week's podcast. I got to be honest with you, cutting and pasting shit when I'm uploading this on my phone. Sorry, go back a couple of episodes, find the one. Just go to gunsandradio.com. Get your there. Go to gunsandradio.com. That's where yeah. all our shit is. Join our Discord. You can get, get get in on all this. And then hopefully sooner than later, it's going to be, I'm just going to tell you, it's going to be like this for the rest of uh, the month of December. But uh, we are taping up to date. So hopefully, you know, after uh, this blitz of tapings that we're about to do in the next couple of weeks, uh, when we do come back, I'll be back in a proper studio again with decent sound and shit. Damn right. And hopefully this cold is gone. But I can tell you how shitty I sound right now is at least you'll worry by the time we get to the main event tonight. <laughs> oh, man. When was the last time we pulled a song out of the wheel and dreaded it the whole episode? Oh, fuck. I don't know. I that, feel like we did that for like 100. We were like, oh, let's just swap the songs. We did that a few weeks ago, I think, too. Oh, uh, one of the Duff songs? Yeah, we we're like, oh, God, it's loaded. Yeah, put that on Saturday. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can get over with in 10 minutes and that's it. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to fucking come it up. With Less time, the better. Good, like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was for your all benefit, too. I mean, a little bit of ours, a little bit of yours. 50 50, you know. Man. <laughs> but you know, these, these no star songs are just as rare as a five star song. Yeah, I think the only things we've rated that low are rapid fire, unfortunately. <laughs> That's it, I think. Well, yeah. Actually, I think we did rate like one or two Duff songs very low. I mean, last week's Duff song, I think. Got half a star from both of us. Yeah, well, it was about to get a zero from me. And you yeah. made a very good point of at least he tried something different. So Yeah, with his spoken word slam poetry, um, neo-jazz infusion, I don't know, 74 other like genre tags on there. Son of a bitch, that was terrible. Yeah. Progressive funk jazz, I don't know, new wave neo punk pseudo rock i don't know we're putting words together let's make our own genre while we're fucking around here bullshit that's what it was it was bullshit <laughs> fucking bullshit <laughs> that bullshit we listened to last week and then what happens we spin the wheel after we get through this piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we got we more bullshit. Wichita fucking line there. <laughs> but you know what? Like I say every time, we're going to be fair. I'm not going to make any pre. We're only judging the one performance that we're going to listen to today. So Yeah, so um, I still have the the audio from the, there was like a Sirius XM show they did in 2017. It was, I think the last show of that part of what they called the not in this lifetime tour. That was from that show in California. The now, I think the now current reigning longest show in June, our history. Oh, cause that was like almost four hours, I think, or right at the four hour mark. Okay. I actually think I have that show somewhere. Yeah, I think I sent it to you. Like, cause I found it in split files. It was broadcast on Sirius XM. Oh yeah, I think it's on it's on my thumb drive. That's got all my music I listen to in the car on it. But man, uh, I'm excited. Not really, but you know, I I, I got it. Man. I'm kind of excited. We all we have to be it. somewhat excited. At least we get the, there's some sort of excitement. To say this what I don't have to worry about this. You know and years time near the end of the show where it's like all right uh, one last fucking shit (laughs) before we get to something else this is the bright side every time the wheel spins and we get a shitty song the bright side is is that through the life the entire life of this podcast we never again have to listen to that fucking song (laughs) yeah i think god unless we're doing like a concert watch along from that era which i highly doubt because we'd probably do ones from way before yeah we did get a request to do a watch along in our discord uh uh today as is the day on the day that we're recording this not the day that it airs so uh Lyco lucos what's his name yes lycos over there on uh, one of our lycos. main guys on our discord there um, yeah he posted i'm glad that. yeah man i'm glad people still want us to do concert watch long it's always something that's you know in the back of our minds to do one of these days, that could be a next uh, bonus show goal. We could, you guys choose a concert we watch along. It has to be doesn't have to be a GNR one. I have like you know Slash and Miles Kennedy concerts. We may do even like a Snake Pit concert or like Velvet Revolver because I have a few. Oh, we may just do it for the fuck go. of it. I mean, that's true. I mean, like, but now with more and more music from these fucking guys coming, especially now we got um, Slash's album. Speaking of, I don't know if you heard the new single. Yeah, I, I have, but I'm purposefully refraining from talking about it until uh, we review it. And I think we decided that we're going to review that uh, in two, one week. Is it two weeks mm-hmm. or one week? One week on yeah. Shotcast Saturday after we have finished the Angel Down trilogy. Yeah, so not this coming Saturday that this will air. It'll be the Saturday afterwards. You'll hear our yes. review of that Slash song. Um, on first listen, I'll give like my opinion. I already like it better than Rivers Rising, to be honest. That's just on first listen. Well, listen to it once. I mean, I do too. I I think it even came with the music video. And I didn't see. I just saw the audio on YouTube. Whatever. I, I'm not sure that it did. I said I think it did. I could be oh. remembering Rivers Rising. I don't really remember. Well, shit. Speaking of music oh. videos, though. Uh, did you see the hard school video that dropped this week? Yes, the the hard school lyric video that I don't know somehow, uh, GNR some GNR fans got all their panties up in a bunch, thinking it was going to be some great thing. But even though people obviously didn't listen specifically, they said it was a lyric video. 
which I mean, they could have just put this shit on YouTube instead of, you know, hyping it up and putting it on some like random NFL show that who the fuck's going to watch an NFL show at seven in the morning? Go to work. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I agree. I, I, I don't understand the, uh, the mindset of releasing it that way. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a man that loves his football. I was not watching the game, uh, the the Dallas Cowboys game, where they played hard school when they were going to commercial. Uh, I did hear about it from Jeff. Uh, uh, I wonder if Rick was watching that. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. Oh, man. Uh, that's his team, is the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if he was or if he wasn't, because I feel like if he was, I'd have heard, <clears throat> I'd have heard about it from him. Yeah, we would have, you would have tweeted something about it. I'd at least got a text message or something. That too. But yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah, it was just like a, any other like generic lyric video you'd see on YouTube. I mean, it's cool, but like, it's it's there. I don't know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And we may watch it in a future episode. I don't know. We should. I mean, technically speaking, it came out. We should do it this week, but we're just not set up to do uh, watch-alongs at this time, unfortunately. So, you know, after we get so after I get moved, get settled into my new home, and all that shit gets set back up with uh, the equipment and whatnot. Then you know we can go back to to our old ways of doing things, unless Chris wants to watch it and describe it to me. Oh gosh, I'm, I'm not that good at describing things. <laughs> Be like those uh, those uh, sign language people on church. Yeah, you're just like Video. throwing up like gang signs and shit over there. <laughs> do do oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you just throw the fucking Wakanda forever out there. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I can't do none of that shit. The blood no impresses me because I can't do it. So, like. I just do, you know, West Side. West Side. Oh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> just do, like, the W, like, West Side. Oh, good. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, that. Hey man, that, that's definitely a talent for someone to do like that, like to sign whatever. That's some tough shit. It can be. It's oh, tough it fucking tough life shit. too. So I guess you. The I was talent. gonna say, even if like you work for like the government doing that shit while they're doing like press conferences, you probably get paid, hopefully decently. I don't know, but that's pretty oh, tough. I do that you shit like about gang size. Yeah, I'm talking about like <laughs> you ever see like you know like you know oh whatever like you know whether it's like local government or like you know federal government they have like the thing there and they. I was watching it have like in like the corner like the, the the person there doing like the sign language thing. Yeah, the interpreter. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were talking about gang signs. <laughs> oh, that that please anyone could do that nowadays. <laughs> There's probably like a TikTok for that. <laughs> gang sign TikTok. Here, here, thirteen year olds. Here's how to throw up your your do your sea walk and then trying to get shot going down the street. <laughs> I remember when I was in college, me and a buddy of mine had a picture of us doing this, and there was a big stink kicked up about it when it got posted online because we were throwing up gang signs. This gang signs. Well, you're showing up the fucking horns, man. 
This is a gang sign. Yeah. If that's the case, then John Cena was throwing up gang signs when he was doing Word Life. What the well, fuck? Dude, you got it's a bunch of white, old, out of touch fucking people that ain't never had a real job that are only there because how much money their fucking parents donated to the school and don't have any concept of the world outside of their uh, bubble that having money has uh, allowed them to be in. Yeah. Very true. To to say that my respect for these people is uh, uh, little to none is kind of an understatement. But, man, uh, what else we got? I mean, that's all the GNR news is that new fucking lyric video. Yeah, a lyric video. That's all you're getting, kids. Um, hope you enjoyed and the Cyber Monday so because it was kind of shitty. So, <laughs> You think Axel gave Fernando some money and was like, here, go make a music video for hard school, and then he pocketed Dude. money? Yeah, you literally like they just copy pasted what they did for Shadow of Your Love. It's like here's tour photos and the lyrics going across it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. I bet you like Axel has like grand visions of this shit. Like the like I don't know if you ever heard like the original idea he had for the Sweet Child of Mine music video, which was like nuts. Yeah. Like Dude had some like really interesting shit going, especially for like these like the Chinese democracy songs and stuff like that. Dude, even when it comes down to like the album artwork, like the the fucking the booklet that you get with the album, like that ended up getting rejected by the record label, and he had to put some other shit in place for it. Like I don't know if you ever seen like the leaked um the uh, paintings with the red hand. That was like a different like alt artwork, but I'm talking more like in like the booklet that was originally supposed to be with the album, like the artwork and stuff in there was totally different from what we got. I probably have seen it, just don't remember. I was gonna say if anyone's in our Discord, just post it there. I mean, yeah, I guess you can. I don't give a fuck, especially right now. So. Yeah, please. It's 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 just as good as the memes that are in there, so I mean, fuck, if we uncover something at this point that hadn't been uncovered, I mean, I don't even feel bad for him any fucking more, to be honest with you. You know, I was listening to some of our older episodes, and I and, and I used to like Team Brazil at one point. I used to think kind of highly of them. And then if you listen from episode one to now, you can just see my respect rapidly decline. <laughs> Like it went yeah, we, from a, this cat, this cat Fernando, he got a bad rep, but he's cool. He's always been cool to me. And now it's like, man, fuck that guy. I don't give a fuck if he lives or dies. Like, <laughs> I mean, and it could just be that I'm in a shitty mood because I've got a cold and shit, but still trying to yeah. do a podcast. But don't let me know. I am in a shitty mood today. But uh, <laughs> I was going to say, we, should, we could like edit that down and be like, that's like the, our next audio drama is the story of being a GNR fan. <laughs> 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 this is the tumultuous decline, the rise and fall. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be other audio dramas coming, but unfortunately, with the move, I'm not going to have it out by Christmas like I wanted to. Sad face. Uh, we might still do a Christmas special, though. Yeah, we're still like trying to figure out something to do with that. Like, I don't know if there's anything GNR related. We can do like a, I don't know, the Buckethead to a Christmas album, or at least like sixty of them. <laughs> oh. We could go oh, take from there. I don't know. <laughs> Playing jingle bells and shit. 
<laughs> and, I mean, there's no lyrics. We just have to do instrumental. Oh, we have to break our own know. rule on that. I don't know, man. It's hard to do a podcast talking about an instrumental. How many times can I say, "Well, that was a good riff"? Yeah, I mean, wow, this sounds like sonically great, bro. Like, I don't if know. we can get, well, I'm not like Matt Manzella, who can, yeah. <laughs> if we can get Buckethead Christmas carols and you and me sing along, I guess that'd be our Christmas special. Hey, it could <laughs> I work. don't think anybody's gonna fucking listen to it, not for very fucking long. Live audio long. karaoke, man. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we're gonna do? We're gonna do karaoke. We'll do a karaoke contest and let <laughs> I guess we'll let the listeners decide who wins on Spotify. <laughs> Put that in the poll on Spotify, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a terrible Red idea. The it's there. <laughs> <laughs> we have to make it like as crude and like as stupid as possible. <laughs> so essentially, we'd steal know. Panther the shit out of this. That might be a good idea. I don't know though. Now that we've got the Spotify poll for people to vote on, I think a karaoke contest is in our definite near future. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if not for that, I think the only other Christmas song that's like a good rock one I can think of is like Mistress for Christmas by ACDC. So I mean like, cause Axel technically wasn't ACDC for like six months. <laughs> oh, you know what? You may have just stumbled upon something. Cause last year we did the DJ Ashford music. Video. Oh yeah. Hell, I remember year, you did that one. The year before that we did Bumblefoot. Mm-hmm. Singing Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> We'll just review an ACDC song because Axel was there for six months. So, hey, you know what? I've never heard this song, so maybe Ooh, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's from uh, like '91, the the Razor's Edge album, which is a really good album. Okay, be looking forward to that. Well, there. See, we just figured it out on air. We just worked it out. Come up with a solution. Podcast magic, ladies and gentlemen. See. <laughs> Imagine the great things we would do if we'd get off our ass when we ain't on the air and, and like, collaborate a little bit. Think? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like a lot of work, though. Uh, Not enough brain for that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've got a job. Y'all ain't paying me yet. When y'all start fucking buying our Patreon and I actually start making some money off this shit where I don't have to work a full-time fucking job, then maybe we'll talk about doing a better job of coming up fucking ideas. (laughs) You fuckers will buy PewDiePie, but you won't buy our shit. Come on, give me fucking crap. Yeah, we can finally sell merch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, we're 20 minutes in, so I guess it's time we go to our next bit, or only bit that was planned for this episode. Yeah, let's, uh, let's bring it back. Let's go back in time on this day in rock and roll history, and also mostly music and shit. But we try and keep it mostly rock and roll, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to go back in the history. (laughs) We're doing it all live today. (laughs) Yeah. Acapella this shit, baby. That's that's how it's got to be right now. Pretty much. Uh, Where do we begin here? Oh, by the way, Chris is going to be the one reading us all of the great history moments, because once again, Dustin only has a phone. All I can do is participate today. Yeah, let me see where we can start here. Hang on. 
Right on. Get our history on, motherfuckers. I'm a bit of a history buff myself. <laughs> I mean, as of people would know, listening to our On This Day segments from many, many an episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, I don't just look these up on the internet. This is all shit I already know. I just don't remember it right now. So did nothing happen today, or what? No, no, I'm just saying, where the fuck do we begin? Because there's a few here. No, let's do it. Let's do it right here. December 13th, 1966, Jimi Hendrix made his TV debut on ITV's Ready, Steady, Go. Uh, the Jimi Hendrix Experience also recorded Foxy Lady on this day, and the U.S. version of Are You Experienced listed the song with a spelling mistake spelled F-O-X-E-Y for Foxy, and this is how it is still known among many North American fans. What the fuck is ITV? Uh, oh, sorry, it's TV. What did they say? Oh, no, TV debut on ITV. I, I don't know, maybe it was like a channel back then in the 60s? Hmm. I didn't think they had cable yet. I don't know, probably, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe um, that was the name of the show. Could be? Yeah, that I do not know. But moving on to, on this day in 1969, Diana Ross took the Latino Casino. Oh, that ironically rhymed. <laughs> the Latino Casino in Philadelphia to court for 27500 after her two pet dogs died after eating cyanide tablets left by an exterminator in her dressing room. What, what the <laughs> shit? Jesus. Was it like an assassination attempt on her, but the dogs went for it? Yeah. They oh put my. it in her food, and then the dogs ate the food, but she didn't want to tell everybody that there was a price on her head, So because then more people would be coming after Wait, literally Diana fucking Ross? Diana fucking Ross, yes. Oh shit! Yeah, well, I guess that's why. I think I was. I think I hit the nail on the head. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Wasn't she like a bitch or something? I don't remember. That I don't know, but I, she was talented. Then again, most talented people are bitches, so I guess maybe uh, there's a fifty-fifty chance. <laughs> you know, somewhere there, someone eyes. can correct us, you know, on Twitter or whatever. So, what the fuck y'all say about Diana Ross? <laughs> oh god, all, all, all the Rossonites are going to come after us. Oh, what's your favorite Diana Ross song? I don't know. They should do like one with like Michael Jackson. I don't fucking know any. Probably. I don't, I don't I'm know. I'm trying to I, think of what the bitch looks like and I can't get nothing to come up in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I would send you something, but oh wait, you're on your phone. <laughs> yeah, I want to see it. No Single way. screen experience. <laughs> it sucks, man. It's <laughs> like a fucking... I hate doing podcasts like a guy that's never done a fucking podcast. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. The great tools over here at Anchor.fm make it possible for us to do a podcast using only the tools that we have been provided for by the great company called Anchor on yeah. our phones and devices. <laughs> However, I don't mean I, I, I don't mean I don't miss my microphone and my headphones and shit. And my ability to sound worth fuck. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I guess that's the ad plug. I don't know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, moving on to on this day, 1974, George Harrison has lunch with then President Gerald Ford at the White House, and later that same day, Peter Frampton met with the president. So, uh, pretty busy oh. day for Mr. Gerald Ford. Mr. Gerald Ford. Didn't he only Gerald get Ford. one term? Didn't 
I think. I don't know that much about American politics, but I'm just going to assume yes. I, I, I don't know. I think I remember something about Gerald Ford being a shitty president. I mean, aren't most of them shitty? I mean, well, yeah, fair. But I mean, goddamn, a name like Gerald Ford, this guy just sounds like a guy that's got to call up corn cob up his ass. <laughs> that's like the name of your uh, the name of your neighbor next door. The old man is always <laughs> bitching because your music's too loud. When you ain't even playing any music, and he's just got Alzheimer's. Hey, shut up, Gerald. <laughs> God damn it, Gerald. Get back in the house. Get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> I know what you've been coming in my house and stealing my SpaghettiOs. Gerald, get back inside. <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, you mentioned the corn up the ass, so does that technically mean President Gerald Ford was a corn shucker? No! Corn shucker. Corn shucker. Real Real butt fucker. fucker. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I think he's dead, so I'm not going to... Well, I guess we could talk shit about him since he's dead. Uh, Trust me, we still (laughs) talk shit about dead people now, so who cares? Yeah, well, they're not going to hear us. So who gives exactly. Them? I mean, unless, like, we summon them via a Ouija board. Hey, that's another <laughs> podcast idea. <laughs> Bonus show. And I pulled out a fucking Ouija board and contacted Gerald goddamn Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be pissed off. That's like the lamest Ouija board experience ever. Listen, we're, we're going to get Phil Spector. <laughs> 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 And we're going to start doing reviews with the ghost of Phil Spector. <laughs> well, I mean, at least I said he should get released. <laughs> hey, listen to me. We could have got one more album before he died. Shit. <laughs> oh, but all you cocaine hookers out there, you better watch yourself. Cause, you know. Oh he has risen. You're damn right. <laughs> oh my god! You know in those sci-fi movies where they take a dead person and they put their soul into an android or something? And you know, yeah, it's like the six million dollar man kind of shit. Yeah, we have the technology; we can rebuild it. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Spector is a sci-fi. Can you just see a robot wearing one of those stupid ass wigs? I'm seeing like Rod, Roddy, Rod, what's his name? Rodney the robot, Robbie the robot, or some shit from those that '60s toy. You know oh, what I'm talking that, about? That I have no idea. That, that's that's a I'm reference. Seeing, like, one of those classic sci-fi '60s era robots, like with a fucking stupid ass wig on his head. Yeah, they just <laughs> look like a refrigerator. Running around blasting cocaine hookers with a laser. <laughs> so you're saying you're going to reboot RoboCop again, but have Phil Spector in the lead. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this is a totally different RoboCop, man. It's still R-rated, but why is... Why is he, RoboCop like... sucks. <laughs> why is he only going after hookers? <laughs> he goes after cocaine hookers. <laughs> <laughs> He's only going after supermodels. What? <laughs> what did Victoria's uh, Secret do to you, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. You can't convince me that woman wasn't there. There was not blow involved. There's too much. 
there was definitely blow involved. In there was night. drugs indeed involved. <laughs> oh, Phil fucking Spectre. And you know what? What's that piece of shit that's in the UK in jail now? Oh, what Gary Glitter? Yeah. <laughs> My motherfucker's still alive, ain't he? I think. Uh, that, hang on, we'll double check that. I'm pretty sure. I'm not to clear piece- I have to clear my search history after this, but still. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You might want to use that VPN we were selling. Use the promo code and shit. I don't know. Uh, no, he's still incarcerated. Good. Oh, yeah, well, good. I'll tell you what. Listen, uh, people who control death on the other side, we want to make a bargain here. We'll trade you Gary Glitter for Phil Spector. It's <laughs> a fair deal. Yeah, I mean, Gary Glitter, he never contributed much anyway. At least Phil Spector made good music. <laughs> That's the difference. Gary Glitter, he had that boom, 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 Hey, and then he molested a bunch of kids. So, like, <laughs> no, he had like a terabyte of child porn. <laughs> oh. Something like that. <laughs> he got caught, I don't know, looking at like 14-year-old dongs. I mean, okay, this is going to be real controversial, what I'm about to say. If it had been anybody else besides Gary Glitter, wouldn't it have been just a little less funny? Uh, It depends who, though. Like, who would get busted with something so sickening, but then you're kind of like at the same time just like, okay, that's funny. (laughs) Um, R. Kelly? Oh, now the R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly, man. Like, <laughs> I don't even know, man. Then that shit ain't even funny. What he did, what he did, ain't even funny. Oh, it's fucked up. I'm like saying. Phil Spector is kind of funny because, or not Phil Spector, but uh, Gary Glitter is kind of funny just because of how fucking goofy and creepy he already fucking was. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't see this coming. Look at the way the motherfucker dressed. <laughs> this man dressed like a spaceman because kids love space. I mean, come on. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> I mean, you see, if Gary, if you would have cranked out a few number one hits like Michael Jackson did, you might have get away with it like Michael Jackson did. But you ain't Michael Jackson. You're Gary fucking Glitter. So no, you fucking wrong. Find something else to jerk off to. If you can jerk off to that shit, you can jerk off to any fucking thing. Look at pictures of dogs on the internet. At least that's legal. God yeah. God. I ain't never understood that. Like, that's just the most sickening, stomach-turning thing to me in the whole goddamn world. I agree. And when I say it's, when I say that this situation is funny, I don't mean what he did is funny. I mean the fact that Gary fucking Glitter <laughs> is the one that got busted and shit with something fucked up like that. It's Gary fucking Glitter, man. He's already a fucking joke. Yeah, he's already a D-list celebrity. I mean, like, Kathy Griffin has more status than he does. D-list? You've given him <laughs> way too much fucking credit. Okay, maybe, like, Z-list, let's be real. Listen, man, if he'd never molested, or, well, he didn't molest nobody, but if he'd never uh, got caught with all that child porn, do you still think we would know who the fuck Gary Glitter is? Uh, maybe yes, maybe no. He'd be, like, a one-hit wonder type thing, like... I wouldn't know. It'd be it'd be one of those did you it'd be one of those uh, videos on YouTube where here's the song that you've heard of, but like you don't know the name of it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, like it'd be a good like trivia pursuit question that like five people would get. <laughs> 
scary fucking glitter. Oh god, man, that's <laughs> fucking sick. Oh man, moving on. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, in a year later, in 1975, the Rolling Stones request to put on a three-day show for 100,000 fans on Eastern I- Easter Island. I almost said Eastern Easter Island. Oh wow. Uh, is denied by the government of Chile, who say the whole future of the island would be damaged. And they're actually not wrong about that. They probably saw Woodstock and said, fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to let Keith Richards and all of his blow get near these priceless artifacts. <laughs> yeah, they would have snorted some, someone else's dad's dead fucking ashes or something. <laughs> Can you imagine? We wouldn't have the Easter Island we know today if that would have happened. Yeah, no fucking chance in hell. One really. of the heads would have been recarved to look like fucking Mick Jagger. Yeah, they would... no, lots of debauchery. Yeah, it would, it would have no. become dominoes. <laughs> like in that Chevy Chase movie, European Vacation, where they go to uh, where they go to Stonehenge, and he backs up into the thing, and he goes. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Pretty much that. That was <laughs> yeah. That was exactly what would happen. But uh, we'll flash forward a little more to 1986. Uh, Bruce Hornsby in the range went to number one on the U.S. singles chart with "The Way It Is," um, written by Bruce and his brother John Hornsby. It made explicit reference to the American Civil Rights Movement, and most of y'all know it because Tupac Shakur heavily sampled the song in 1998. Oh no, that's. I was born in 86, but I don't know this song. You know this one? That's just the way it is. Da-na-na, da-na-na, da-na-na. Things will never be the same. Do-do-do, I was going to say, like the little piano riff. I might know it if I heard it. Yeah, I was going to say, if you heard it, you definitely fucking know it. Definitely. I think most most people would. would. I, I'd hope. I don't know. But... What yeah, else really. is on the menu? Uh, do, do, do. Right here, December 13, 1999, uh, winners in the Smash Hits Reader's Poll included uh, Reader's Poll included Backstreet Boys, who won Best Band, Best Album, Best Single. Bernie Spears won Best Female Singer. Robbie Williams, Best Male Singer. And S Club 7 won Best New Band. And Worst Group went to the Spice Girls. It shows you everyone's music taste in 1999. 99. Oh. That was, yeah, that was the dawn of like pop and like boy bands and all that shit. So that's just like cool to see like 20 plus years later that like no one gives a shit about that anymore. I was there. I don't know. Backstreet Boys are still touring. I got tickets to see them next year. Oh, yeah. But it's probably mostly for like a nostalgia pop. They still make music, but like, does really anyone listen to it? Unless you're like over 45. Listen, man, when I'm riding down the road, and I'm like, man, I'm gonna turn on some music. I can't think of one time where it was ever the Backstreet Boy. I decided I wanted to listen to. Main reason I'm going is one, it was cheap, mm-hmm. and two, it was like, okay, I'm gonna be able to say I went and saw this before <laughs> before they just go away again. Before they pull off a non this lifetime and charge triple for tickets. Yeah, <laughs> and start playing stadiums. <laughs> I have a feeling their ego has been put in check by now. <laughs> Somewhat, yeah. 
I'd give you that. Um, doo -doo -doo. Where the hell are we going next with this? Oh, gosh. Yeah, I didn't really prepare too much for this, y'all, but still. Deal with it, people. Yeah, fucking deal with it. Oh, here we go. We got a good one here. Uh, this day, 2002, UK Music Channel Music Choice analyzed all the Christmas number one singles from the past 30 years and identified criteria for their success. Uh, these included the use of sleigh bells, children singing, church bells harmony, and references to love. And also they concluded that Sir Cliff Richard's 1988 hit, Mistletoe and Wine, was the perfect Christmas hit. Mistletoe and Wine, you gonna throw us on a sample of that real quick? Yeah, let me let me go on YouTube, I'll look that up right now. Let's hear some Mistletoe and Wine. Sounds like somebody could like do the D2. No, man, this sounds rapey as fuck, man. Whoa, whoa, it's not baby, it's cold outside, jeez. I just don't see what's wrong with that song. I mean, I ain't never really analyzed the, the damn lyrics or anything, so what the fuck do I know? I don't know how the song goes. And to be quite honest, Baby, It's Cold Outside has never been a Christmas song I even fucking heard of before all the controversy. If they just shut the fuck up, I probably would never heard of this song. Yeah, we're all too busy listening to Wham, that's why. Damn right. All right, here. Mariah fucking carry. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I literally made the joke that, like, this is the only month of the year she makes probably a fucking revenue. <laughs> Bro, seriously, this is the only way she makes fucking money is off this one song. You know, like, how Cuba only makes money off tourism. <laughs> well, she's a bitch in real life, so I don't give a fuck what happens. Yeah, uh, please. She's botched singing so many times live. It's like, I don't even care to hear anything else you have. Like, you suck. <laughs> yeah, how are you going to suck and be a bitch in real life and have that big of an ego? Yeah, that's pretty, pretty tough you know, to pull off. But uh, let's listen to some Cliff Richard here. Missile Twin Wine. All right, hit us, Cliffy. You can hear that, right? This is the child is a king. The carolers I don't know. This is kind of terrifying. Why is this sounds like it belongs in a Share Life commercial? Sounds like it belongs in a horror movie. Or like, like instead of like in the arms of an angel, they'll just play this. Oh, <laughs> with a sad puppy. Commercial. No, it's like the sad African shit, the kids. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was totally wrong. You cannot have sex with this. I would cry to this. <laughs> I don't know. I might can try. <laughs> Give me a I minute. Mean, you could do like pity sex, maybe, but we'll try to give it the old crankaroo. See yeah. what happens. We gave it a solid minute. It kind of sucks. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> that is the perfect Christmas song. <laughs> yeah, and you think Cliff Richard is like a black dude? No, this guy is white. It looks like he's a third member of Wham. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, that's why the song sucks right there. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> now, if it'd been Little Richard. Oh, fuck. That would have been a banger. <laughs> I love Little Richard. Dude, that would have been that's some good shit right there. <laughs> oh, man. All right, what's next? Do, do. Oh, right here. In December of 2012, a collection of love letters written by Mick Jagger to American singer Marsha Hunt sold at auction for 187,250, I believe, euros, it says. Shit. Yeah, the letters were penned in the summer of 69. What's up, Brian Adams? 
Nice. Uh, while the Rolling Stones frontman was in Australia, they're believed to be the inspiration for the band's his single, Brown Sugar. Wow. Oh. The more you know. Well, I'm interested to read them. Yeah, but I would not pay 187,000 no, whatever euro British pounds, whatever. I can't tell what the symbol there, but crazy it's shit. Still. Yeah, I'm like, why would you want to read like he's probably like talking about like doing like nasty shit to her body. Unless you're down for yeah, like erotic fiction from Mick Jagger. I wonder if Mick Jagger bid on that to keep those from coming. Because think about it, like if you if, 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 okay, Chris Caputo, if you right now were uh, on the internet and you found there's an auction going on for a bunch of love letters you wrote a girl when you were in high school, <clears throat> would you not be bidding on those motherfuckers to keep somebody else and read them? I don't know. It depends how famous you are. Like at that point, it's like Mick Jagger. Like the, the dude probably ran out of fucks to give in like 74 or so. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, so he's like, whatever. I already, like, you know, I bank 26-year-olds and impregnate them somehow, so. With what, <laughs> well, the three sperm that I have left in my cock. Somehow. Let me tell you how, do I need to explain how it happens? All right. I mean, if you want to. <laughs> Sit down, Chris. Come here. Sit I'm, down, I'm already, Sit down, Well, he's there, the Santa Claus. I'm going on your lap, you fucking Come freak. on, Chris. <laughs> Get out of here, Gary Glitter. Come on now. Get over here by Uncle Dustin. <laughs> have a little chat. Come on, come on, put my arm around you, champ. All right, listen, son. <laughs> Your mother and I. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what the f- Day in 20, let's see, oh, where am I? Right here. 2015, officials at Madison Square Garden announced Billy Joel has sold, had sold out his 30th consecutive show. Wow. Nice. Nice. 30 straight shows. Yeah, good for good Billy Joel. Billy Joel uh, probably like Piano Man, Uptown yeah, Girl, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's mine too. Or uh, We Didn't Start the Fire. That's only three songs I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, those are my favorite also, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're you're just agreeing with me. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you saying I don't um, know any Billy Joel song? I don't know. I mean, like everyone knows those three, and then you get like your your hardcore Billy Joel fans for some reason who just go to fucking MSG or like Shea Stadium every month just to see the guy play. I mean, look, if you draw enough to make a residency out of MSG, I mean, do your thing and work for WWE. Yeah, I mean, I do respect the guy because I did, like, see, like, that he doesn't sell, like, if there's a few rows in the front, he doesn't sell them. Like, he'll bring fans that are, like, like you know, in, like, the bleachers and the high spots and bring them to the front row <laughs> do that. Because he's like, I don't want the fucking, these, like, rich elite bastards who don't know my fucking music to, you know, occupy those, like, few rows, whatever. I feel you. So I give kudos to him for that. That, that I respect. Yeah. We got any more? Uh, we got two more here, actually. 
uh, both from 2019. So they're fairly recent. We were doing this show then. Yeah, literally. We were, what, two months, two, three months into the show? Yeah, two or three. Roughly. Yeah, so. October, November, three months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So on this day, a settlement was reached in the Tom Petty estate battle between his widow and two daughters from a previous marriage. Um, So his daughters sued, obviously, his wife, widow, whatever, for five million after claiming that the widow superseded the daughter's rights to, quote unquote, equal participation over decisions involving the singer's estate and catalog. Good. I think the kids should have a uh, say over their catalog. When it comes to music and possessions and things like that, I think that that's fair. I personally think all inheritance should be eliminated. Yeah. In some cases. If it's up to me, there'd be no inheritance. Yeah. I mean, like, even like the different cases, like, you know, especially with like the Prince case, he didn't leave a will behind. And so it's like, oh, anyone, you know, was slightly related to him. <laughs> and then, like, all these people were like, yeah, I'm totally, like, his, like, eighth half-brother or some shit, but, like, no one, nothing. <laughs> well, man, that's because people are just shitty, man. Yeah, and then, uh, last but not least here, also in 2019, a pair of John Lennon sunglasses sold for about $183,000 after being put up for sale by Sotheby's in London, the round green tinted glasses were owned by his former chauffeur, Alan Herring, who found them in the backseat of Ringo Starr's Mercedes in the summer of 68. Wait, fuck. So they weren't even Lennon's. They were his fucking chauffeurs. I... No, they were his, but I guess his chauffeur had held on to them for so long. Oh. And then okay. I guess maybe, I don't know if the chauffeur was around, probably sold them. Or, well. you know, word got out and just balloon from there, I guess. <laughs> I was about to say, man, you know you fucking made it when your goddamn chauffeur shit is going for that much money. It's like, if you was the guy chauffeur in damn Kennedy <laughs> on a certain day in Texas and a part of your fucking shit from the car of that day got sold, I can understand that having a value of $100,000. Wasn't that the same era, the same decade, Kennedy and Lennon? Yeah, the 60s, man. 60s were some crazy shit. Yeah. I fucked up, man. Fucked up what they did to them boys. That is fucked up. But what's even more fucked up is the song we're about to review. Oh, is it time? We stalled enough? Yeah, it's about that time. So this will be a live uh, version from... November 29th, 2017, live from the Forum in Inglewood, California. Uh, Guns N' Roses performing the ever-so-lauded and loved cover, you know, <laughs> as I sarcastically say that, of Glenn Campbell's Wichita Lineman. And I got some facts and shit about the song. We even got lyrics. If we need lyrics, I don't know. Okay. I mean, if we really need to get in-depth on it, but... We're going to need to get super in-depth at this. Oh, yes. Because we're going to want to take breaks to, to first, stop. Too much. Delay our misery. <laughs> Delay the misery and just add more minutes to this episode. 
I don't know. It's been a pretty good episode. I mean, it's been enjoyable, man, for sure. I mean, I at least enjoyed making it. I hope you guys enjoy listening to it. Yeah, you better fucking enjoy listening to it. <laughs> you hear that? That sounded like a threat to me. Yeah, you sons of bitches. Y'all gonna take that from him? I'd get on <laughs> Patreon right now and leave him a message. Yeah, and you get it for free, and you can leave me a message for free, or just head over to our Twitter, Instagram, um, at Guns and Radio Pod. We still got bonus show goals, you know. Once we hit three hundred on Twitter, Instagram, wherever, bonus show. So there you go. Don't listen to him. He just don't want y'all to cuss him out on Patreon because that's the only one he reads. I actually don't read anything on Patreon. That 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 is up to you. I'm the social media guy here at this <laughs> one, so. <laughs> if you send Caputo a hateful message on Patreon, I'll make sure he gets it. <laughs> of course you would. You just send me a screenshot and be like, "Look at look at this asshole." <laughs> Listen, we got hate mail. (laughs) I don't know, man. I've booted people out of Discord for shit talking to you before. You remember that? Yeah, I booted a couple of people out of Discord. (laughs) Yeah, one guy who tried to be, you know, hilarious and like, oh, try to impersonate fucking management and said, fuck you. (laughs) Turns out it was Fernando. I'd laugh. I'd still kick him out. Fuck you. We don't want your people here. <laughs> Team Brazil, that is. Yes. <laughs> Need to be more specific, man. That sounded pretty racist. I'm not going to lie. That is true. Now that I think of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sin- yeah. Sincerest apologies. But yes, we don't want your people. I was going to say like management people, you know. not. There racist. you go. That's better. <laughs> you got to sp- specify something. That's true. That's true. Anyways, shall we? Yeah, let's get this shit over with. All their random fucking weird ass song. This is the weirdest motherfucking song. I am a lineman for the county. For the county. And I drive the main road. This is actually not the worst performance I've heard. Yeah. Well, this was 2017, so he was still in oh. decent, at least mediocre voice, vocal shape, whatever, you know. Man, in 16, though, goddamn Axel was back. Oh, he had a fire lit under his ass for once. Oh, I wish that fire would come the fuck back. And he was also, you know, he injured his leg, so he was sitting down. So, I mean, that kind of helped, I guess. Even when he was standing up. Yeah, because that was, yeah, we was doing the Axel DC shit. Um, that was a good year for Axel, I'd say. Uh, yeah, little did we know it'd probably be his fucking last. Yeah, after this, it was just, eh, not the same. Not the same at all, but moving on. Okay, I think the line's coming up. There's, yeah. Oh, not that line. <laughs> Here we go. This is the Wichita line. Here's your favorite part. Still on the line. Oh, see, I know that just like Axel. Yeah, that one wasn't bad, though. But it don't look 
Even when I saw them play it, I think they played it in St. Louis. Yeah, I don't know why they brought this past, like, 2018. I was like, what? Like, I remember looking around the audience and seeing people looking at each other like, what? What? What Why is he playing this shit? (laughs) Yeah, it's very out there. This is is just the weirdest fucking Dude, it, it totally is. It was just like, we already had you know, enough this, covers with this band, and you just add more random ones like this. It's like, what? Why? This band literally has a song that literally has the lyrics, Pussy Full of Maggots, in it, that they played every fucking night after its release. And this is still the weirdest fucking song. Dude, literally. Oh. And is there, it's in their top 50 on Setlist FM. So they've played it a lot. 96 times to be exact. Jesus Christ, that's way too many. Since, I, I think, 2017? In Chicago, in Chicago this year, when they when they started Wichita Line, man, I walked the fuck out. I was done. I was tired anyway. Got oh, I would have said, yeah. I realized Here. he wasn't there no more. Just go grab a beer and that's it. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, since 2017. Unfortunately, this was premiered in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Oh, there you go. You guys are the ones to blame. He did this for you. Yeah. Son of a bitch. And I got to hear it live when I saw him in 2017. So. <laughs> oh, wait. Was you at the uh, Alberta show there? No, they they did Toronto like in October. And I was there for oh. one of the. They did like two nights back to back. I was there for one of the nights. Just think, man, if you would have went to this one though, you could have been at a history making concert. <laughs> I mean, history for the wrong reasons. <laughs> well, if with this band, history is history. I mean, you think about you'd want to be at the Rocket Queen. If you could be at the Rocket Queen riot show, yeah, you, you could be at Riverport. Yeah, wouldn't you have went if you'd known and you had the opportunity, wouldn't you have took it? I'd win. I mean I'd stay yeah, that's true. got the fuck out of there, but Yeah. I couldn't agree with you on that. <laughs> um let's play a little more and then we'll get some to some facts and shit. Yeah, let's play some more of this boring shit. I don't want you Wichita Lineman is still on the line. Sorry, I'm just going to do that all the time now. <laughs> oh my God, an electric guitar. <laughs> it just took all my mojo. This is a good song to put someone to sleep to, to be honest. Oh, yeah. We used to torture terrorists when we were at. Yeah, fuck Metallica. This is worse. Did they play it at that Iceland show? Um, That I can check right now. Hang on. Let's, just, <laughs> let's see. 
I used the Iceland show to torture my enemies. <laughs> uh, no, that can't be it. I'll tell you something about the Iceland show. I don't know if he'd appreciate Norway. Oh, I think they did. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Reykjavik, Iceland. Yeah. It was Blade. (laughs) Well, we got some bad news for you terrorists out there. Yeah. Guess what? 7% of Iceland was present at that show. And then 7% of the entire population of that country heard that shit. Oh, man. That's awful. I don't know if he'd be happy with me telling it or not, but when the Iceland show came out, Rick was listening to it, and his wife comes by, and she's like, oh, God, what are you listening to? <laughs> particularly, the song was uh, Chinese Democracy, if you've heard the Iceland show. Yeah. And he that. told her, she goes, oh, God, is he dying? What the fuck's wrong with him? Holy <laughs> 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 oh, shit. <laughs> It did sound like he was, like, or close, I don't know, it just did not sound good, that show. Oh, my God. Little did we know that was going to be the standard moving forward. Yeah, that was, I guess, 2018 standards. That's about what that's about what Chicago sounded like, just to be quite honest. All right, let's hear Let's, let's move on. <laughs> You can even hear him struggling a bit there. Oh, you can hear the whole crowd struggling. I can hear the people looking at each other going, what the fuck is this? We're like, is this the part where I go take a piss? Yes. Be a good chance. I mean, there's still a good acoustic souls, all right, but that's only saving grace with the song. I gotta be honest, even that's boring me. Like, this whole thing is just boring me. And I tried coming into this with an open mind. I mean, I know I said earlier I'm in a shitty mood today. But that ain't got nothing to do with it. Oh, God, that's not horrible. <laughs> Listen to those cheers. That Ooh, it's cheers. finally over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can play something else from Chinese democracy now. <laughs> That's probably what people thought. You got any interesting Wichita lineman facts lined up for us? Um, well, it was performed by Glenn Campbell, written by the American songwriter Jimmy Webb. Um, it reached number three on the U.S. pop chart. Uh, topped the American country music chart for two weeks and the adult contemporary chart for six weeks. Rolling Stone listed this in their 500 greatest songs of all time. It was ranked number 195. Wow. <laughs> you got some pretty low fucking standards. But... Yeah, and in 2020, the song was selected by the Library of Congress 
for preservation in the National Recording Registry for being, quote, culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Why is this culturally and historically significant? It's about a fucking line man that's a creeper and listens to everybody's phone calls. Am I wrong? Not at all, but hey, I don't know. This is... This is it's creepy. It is pretty creepy. All right. Well, who's going to do reviews first tonight? I'll let you go first on this one. I hate this fucking song. I don't give a fuck if Glenn Campbell's singing it. I don't because I, I have heard the original. I don't give a fuck if it's Axl Rose. Uh, I don't give a fuck about the acoustic guitars. I think it's boring. I think it sucks. I fucking hate everything about it. I hate the subject matter. I hate the lyrics. Uh, I hate that it's so boring. I just fucking hate it. I'm going to give this song negative three stars. Oh, shit. That's our first negative since Rapid Fire. (laughs) Yeah. I'm only not going negative five because unlike Rapid Fire, he doesn't sing about sexually assaulting somebody. He's just listening to their phone calls. Yeah, I, I I don't know if I want to go negative on this, but like, oof. You yeah, did you, it, bro. honestly, it it is like a very boring cover. It, it's unexpected, yeah, but like, at least like something give me something better, a song for an unexpected cover. Like, I don't know if they're just unexpectedly going to randomly cover fucking something other than Glenn Campbell. What just because the guy fucking died, we gotta. Listen, everyone's fucking dying. You know, fucking get them in a song. I'm surprised they didn't cover a fucking Phil Spector Proust song when he died. <laughs> All of Jeez. them. <laughs> They'll probably cover Rock and Roll Part 2 when fucking Gary Glitter dies. <laughs> I mean, literally, it would just be an Axl Rose piss break. Is that... Is that... Is there if even they did lyrics to that, it's literally just no no hey that's it. So hey! literally, a- Axel could just do it from backstage while you know he's fucking breathing on his oxygen tank, <laughs> or whatever the fuck he does back there. He's got his own personal porcelain toilet that it probably wiped his ass for him. Damn right. Yeah, but it's just like a, it's a boring cover. I don't know why you want to like cover this. I get covering like. You know, The Seeker, sure, whatever. Like, some something rock-oriented that, like, they're influenced by, you know, like they did back in the day, like, you know, with, when they covered Aerosmith or... Nice. Yeah, even, like, Knock on Heaven's Door, Bob Dylan. At least turn this cover into something of your own. That's what Guns used to do back in the days. Like, take these songs and cover them and make them, like, their own unique style. This is just, like... You're covering country and still sounds like shit. This is like, true. I, I don't know. For me, it's like I I don't ever want to listen to this song again, so I'm just gonna go zero stars. Zero. Say you still nicer than me. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, because this was still a decent version. That's why Axel did sign. All right, if it was 2018, it would have gotten at least negative one and a half. <laughs> I mean, I get covering. If it's a boring cover, that's fine. But don't make a boring cover of a song that was boring to begin with. 
Or at least make it entertaining. Yeah. I mean. Anyway, you want to spin the wheel and see what we're doing next week? Yeah, spin that wheel. Hopefully it's uh, nothing as shitty as this. Yeah, I thought we'd have a better episode because of how bad it was, but I was wrong. So here we go. You ready? Let's see if we got three in a row of shit. Ding! Reckless Life. Oh, shit. Oh, that's pretty dope. Because remember right. the time when I made that cover for Reckless Life and then you responded and was like, hey, bro, that ain't the song today? Yeah, see, you were thinking ahead. <laughs> Did you go in the, in the future? I, I, maybe it's one less thing I have to do this week is make a cover. So <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> and wait a minute, wasn't that the last time I was recording on my phone? I think, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. So this is our second. This is Hollywood Rose, right? Uh, I believe so. Or Reckless Life is actually Guns and Roses, I think. Uh, was but also it? Hollywood Rose. But was ever was the GNR version released? Yeah, this is the first song on Live Like a Suicide. Oh. Oh. So then I assume this would also be on Lies as well. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, well, cool. Next week's song is going to be Reckless Life. And I'm actually yeah. looking forward to this because I like this song. It's weird because if you look up on like the Wikipedia thing for Junior Lives, it says Reckless Life, Hollywood Rose cover. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Hollywood right. Rose did it first. So that is true. So I mean we I think there's a demo version that probably got released later on. Yeah. We could so, maybe look at, we'll see. I don't know. Well, we're gonna check it out next week, so be sure to tune in then. And we want to thank you for coming aboard and listening to the Guns of Radio podcast. Wherever you get your fine podcast, we do encourage you to head over to gunsradio.com. Check out all of our different links and especially our Patreon because it's free for the month of December. So get in there, get your free Patreon, join us. And uh, yeah, well, that's really all I got. That's all we got, man. Yeah. Yeah, until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. I'm Chris Caputo. Don't forget to join us this Saturday. We finish off the Axl Rose, Sebastian Bach, Angel Down trilogy. And join us next Monday for a little bit of Reckless Life. Peace.